All right. Welcome, everybody, to today's episode of The Social Media Chef. It's me, Chris Tompkins, The Social Media Chef. Today's show, we have three segments packed with online marketing and Oktoberfest fun, which is kind of something that I've never really partaken in, but I'm bringing you some uh, Germany culture in our third segment. First up, we're going to talk about how to do a social media audit for your company, really how to look at what you're doing in social media or what your team is doing or the firm that you've hired is doing to really see if what they are doing and what you're doing is effective and how to make changes going forward. The second segment, we're going to talk about Circles in Google+. Plus. If you're on there already, you know that Google+, Plus offers a grouping function called Circles. And then in the third segment, we are going to do a little bit of a book review and a little bit of cooking um, with uh, German themes. So join me after the break. We're going to get right into that social media audit on The Social Media Chef. If you're like me, you're getting a little bit tired of always talking about one aspect of marketing, which is social media. Now, I love social media, don't get me wrong, but there's a lot of other things that um, businesses can use just like mine and yours to build their businesses using marketing. So that's why I would create the social. The social is not exclusively a social media group. It's about a bunch of people internationally getting together to talk about marketing ideas and sharing trends, tips, tactics, strategies, and also helping one another build their businesses. Follow us on Twitter, at The Social Go, to find out more about what we plan in the future, what type of events we're going to be. If we're going to be in your neighborhood, you have to follow us in order to find out. We have a television show coming out, and our website will be up in no time flat. So you need to go on Twitter, follow at The Social Go, and learn how you can get involved in this brand new community. Welcome back. Um, I wanted to start off by telling you, if you're new to the show, please, please, please check out our website. It is www.socialmediachefonline.com. There we have all of the topics that we've covered in previous shows, except, like this one. After we have our today's show, we're going to put all of this material up online so you can go, you can download the recipes and try them. You can take a look at the articles to double check if you missed anything that we went through on the show and a lot of other things. One thing that I'm going to really tell you that you should check out on the site right now is we have a free Google Plus 101 training ebook that's easy to download. It's the first story on our homepage, so if you just want to jump over there right now, you can download it totally for free. It's packed with tips, but we'll talk about more um, about that in the next segment. Uh, if you are on Twitter, please follow us at the Social Chef, or you can follow me personally at Crisco Media. That's C H R I S Go Media. Let's get right into it. Okay, social media audit. What the heck is one of those? Okay, how many of you out there are using social media and not really sure if you're going in the right direction, if your campaign's really working? You know, you're kind of underwhelmed or you're really happy. You know, everyone's feeling so many different emotions about social media. And you know why? It's changing at the speed of light. 
This is a brand new topic that we were hit with just a few years ago, and now it is big business. Uh, it's helping a lot of business, such as my own and such as many of the listeners I know, because you guys write into the show and tell us about how you've used the tips in previous shows. Well, I'm on a sidebar. Thank you for that. Uh, oh, by the way, if anyone wants to email any questions, please send them to me, uh, Chris, C-H-R-I-S, at GoMediaOnline.com. Now, I want to tell you my way of dealing with social media and, and how we, because, you know, I'm working with clients every day, um, doing their social media with my team, and one of the things that I like to put into place is a way of just checking to see how effective everything that has been done on the account really, truly is. Now, let's look at these different steps, okay? I just want to go through a couple things that are just a point, points of reflection. I want you to go away and kind of think about this. You know, first point is, Look at your goal. You know, has the goal changed? Um, well, number one, did you have a goal at all? I mean, I know how many people just jump into social media with no clue as to what they really want to get out of it besides, I want money, I want leads, I want business. Um, how realistic were you when you put those goals forth? Did you really understand what social media could do for you? Uh, you know, in three months online, things can totally change. So your goal may have been in the, in the initial Initial say in January of the, this year, you were like, okay, I really want to work on branding. I really want to get my visibility up. I really want my brand to be in front of anyone. Then six months later, you're like, I need leads. I'm going to focus on leads. Focus on leads. Well, has your approach changed to to meet your goals? Do are your profiles written with that new goal in mind? Are you planning? how you're going to really roll out your social media marketing campaign. So I think the first thing is just look at your goal. The second one, you know, look at your activity. Are you posting enough? Are you posting not enough? And, and a great way of checking that out is check out your competition. In every, every single product or business category, and I mean there's probably a few exceptions, but you can find a competitor that's doing it right. And you can see a lot of engagement on their on their profiles, or you can see them everywhere starting discussions, or you know you can see them on Facebook getting lots of likes, you can see them on LinkedIn getting lots of props, you can see them on Google Plus really getting lots of comments. You know what are they doing differently than you? Um, you know I'm not saying copy campaigns, but I'm saying that for example, let's think about it. You know you go and you um, talk to one of your friends who's running a successful business. You're both entrepreneurs. And they start talking about this email marketing program that they're using that's really blew them out of the water. So by going and taking a look at that email software um, that's a public entity for your, to use for your own company, that's not copying. You're using good information to make your business better. So, you know, you have to do the research. Take a look. Maybe these companies that weren't your competition have really jumped ahead of you. So you want to take a look at that. Another thing is members. Are you connecting with this really broad range of people um, that have nothing, nothing to do with your business, that will never support your business goals, that don't understand your position, just for the sheer uh, want of numbers? Well, numbers can be good. If you're talking to the wrong market, it's not really going to work for you on social media. So you really got to get in front of the right people. And we'll talk about uh, getting in, right, in front of the right people in our next segment. We're going to be talking about Google Plus Circles, and that's kind of um, how I wanted to tie this in. Now, another one is, you know, are you using any other monitoring service that can give you some statistics? There's lots of them out there. And this is something that you can monitor on an ongoing basis, and also many of them can give you a six-month back 
um, look back, retrospective. So if you, there's lots of free ones out there. You can honestly just go Google social media monitoring and about a million will come up. It's pretty much everyone's suited to your own business and what you're like, so I'm not going to endorse anyone right now. But um, there's a lot of great ones out there, and I think it's a really good idea. You know, I think whenever you're dealing with social media, you have to consistently be current. So if you've written a profile and you have, a, um, for example, a landing page on Facebook, and you have an offer that you've been using for a year and a half, let's maybe update that. Let's maybe change the offer. Let's change the graphic. Let's change the color. Let's change the background. Let's change the about section on your LinkedIn. Maybe maybe your profile is old. Maybe your company profile on LinkedIn doesn't have any of your products and services. Because if you have, I mean, one thing I really want you to consider, and this is something that I see, I'll be looking at a part of, for example, LinkedIn that I haven't looked in for about maybe three or four weeks, and all of a sudden, they have a whole new functionality that people are jumping on. Now, if I wasn't checking out that site to make sure there was any changes, I would have missed it, and I would have been behind. So you have to constantly be aware of what's going on because you want to stay current. So when you're doing a social media audit, you want to look at every aspect of your social media activity to see what can be approved, almost like a SWOT analysis for your social media marketing outflow. Look at your competitors. Rewrite your profiles. Keep track of what's important. If you want, to, if it hits to your website, then you should have analytics on your website that you can look at to see this traffic came from Facebook or LinkedIn or Twitter or Google Plus or whatever. You know, you can't just throw messages out there and expect an explosion on your website and more money in your pocket. It's not like that. Customers take time to be built unless you're offering an immediate product that they immediately need, which I believe as an entrepreneur, all of us will agree that we all believe our products are like that. But you just have to be realistic. All right, I'm heading to break. When we get back on the break, we're going to talk about Google Plus Circles on The Social Media Chef. People need the basic necessities of food, shelter, and a sense of self-dignity. The River Fund New York offers programs that are designed to help meet these needs in a safe and supportive environment and support and affirm all people regardless of age, sex, ethnicity, religion, and sexual orientation. Their numerous volunteer programs, outreach programs, and more help really truly empower people that are near or below the lines of poverty. If you would like to make a difference today, Visit them online at riverfund-ny.org. Again, that's riverfund-ny.org. There are no throwaway people, and every dollar helps. This is a very, very important cause and something that you can make a difference in today. So go to you online at riverfund-ny.org.
right, welcome back. First thing I want to tell you is that we have some Google Plus. We're going to be talking about a lot of Google Plus right now. I wanted to let you know that on um, both socialmediachefonline.com and my firm's website, gomediaonline.com, you will be able to find two awesome training uh, seminars that you can use at any time. They're pretty much free on demand um, to help you better understand why you need Google+, how to use it, how to set up a profile, all the basic 101 stuff that just to get, help you get started. Um, we have First off, we have the Google Plus 101 training ebook, which goes through everything um, just in written format. And we also have a Google Plus 101 training seminar video. So if you want to have the links to those sent to you directly, please just email me at chris, C-H-R-I-S, at gomediaonline.com, and I'll make sure to get those over to you immediately so you can you can see them. They're, the movie's in QuickTime, so you'll need QuickTime to view it, but it's about an hour long, and there is an exclusive offer at the end, but regardless of that, I want you just to really take a look at the, uh, the 101 materials, and hopefully that will help you get jump-started on Google Plus before, you know, everyone and their mother gets on and it's hard to get that penetration. Okay, we're talking about Google Circles. What are Google Plus Circles? Inside Google Plus, okay, let's, let's, let's backtrack here. I have a better simile for you. Okay, if you're on LinkedIn and you, you get on LinkedIn, you get your profile, and you're like, oh gosh, where am I going to find the people that are really going to um, grow my business or I can learn from or where's my target market? Okay, you go into the groups function and when you go into the groups pages, on LinkedIn, you can search whatever terms you like, and then you will find a lot of different relevant groups within the category. So, for example, I do social media marketing, so there's lots of social media marketing groups in there that I can join, and then I can go in and start discussions and comment on people's posts and, you know, get really active. Um, on Facebook, it's a little bit more difficult because there's pages only. Um, the groups function are a little bit uh, dicey, and they're not really that well used. Um, so, and on Twitter, it's, it's kind of a crapshoot. It's pretty much how you create your network. Well, what Google Plus has really trumps all the other three sites. They have something called circles. On your profile, everyone that you bring or you connect with or you want to bring into your network, you have to add them to a circle. So a circle is pretty much a grouping. It's a subcategory of the people that, you, uh, that you're connecting with. So what do you want to do? When you're on Google Plus, before you start creating circles, have a clear idea of who your target market is. Now, say, for example, my target market is restaurant owners, uh, pediatric nurses, and um, entrepreneurs. Well, if those are three of my target markets, can I break them down anymore? Let's say, for argument's sake, I can't, and those are the three that have to, those are my three categories. Well, when I connect with people of those three categories, I can take them and put them directly into that circle. It's pretty much drag and drop or a click of a button, and you can add them directly to that circle. Now, there's other people that you may connect with, and you're not exactly where to put them. Well, you can put them in one that's just following. Now, that's the one that is, comes as a, as a standard, um, a standard circle that you get when you sign up. And once you can kind of get a feel for them, then you can put them into a circle or create a circle. Um, that you can put them into with other people that you've met along the way. So you can constantly grow it as you go, and you're constantly refining it. So you might have 25 circles, but why do you want 25 circles? I mean, everything about this sounds like it's too much work, right? Now, it is a lot of work, I'm not going to lie to you, because 
This is different from the other sites. For example, on LinkedIn, it's nice to connect with as many people as possible because you can you can connect with their next level, their first level, their second level connections, and you know, and the word of mouth. With Google Plus, it's really cool because you can actually get right in front of those people, and you can find them fairly easily. So, this is what I suggest: um, really, really come up with targeted markets that you can you can you can say, you can write, you can look at, and you can understand. Go into Google Plus and begin looking around, finding people, doing searches, seeing what people are talking about. Then get those people and add them into your circles. Why the next level is important is it's carrying on the whole marketing, the niche marketing idea of the circles function of Google Plus. And I have to say, Google Plus, how many times can I say Google Plus in this, this segment? Jeez, I'm mad. Um, here comes again, Google Plus and circles uh, allow you to really hit your market with the message that you want to hear. And here's why. Because when you put your update in, just like you would on Facebook or on your your profile page on LinkedIn or sending a tweet, what you can do is you can send it only to the members of that group. So for example, say I have a marketing discount for maybe uh, email marketing campaigns for restaurants. I can write an update that is so targeted to the restaurant market using their lingo using examples that they'd be impressed by, using links to stories that they'd want to hear about. I can basically give that whole market a totally niche outflow of marketing materials, whether it be informational or direct marketing, whatever. I can hit them with exactly the message that they're going to respond to. Whereas on my Facebook wall, on my uh, on any of our business pages, you're pretty much just sending it out there and you know it's hitting everyone that's liked your page. And people like your pages for a million different reasons on Facebook. This gives you the power to put people in the right categories and to for them to see the right amount of information. And I like it because I'm a marketing nerd, as we've already known if you've listened to the shows before. Uh, I like planning. I like structure. I like organization. Because I think that if you have that, you move really a heck of a lot quicker. And yes, so setting up your circles is going to be painstaking, and it's not going to be the funnest thing in the world. But once you set them up, you're smooth sailing. So all you have to worry about are the messages that you're going to be putting out to that audience, rather than, oh, I have 25 million people in one circle, and what am I going to do? And I should just do the same thing I did on Facebook. I think when you're starting out, that's something that will happen by proxy, but you should really start taking people and weeding them out as you get to know them into the right circles. So then you can market to them correctly. Again, if you want more information about Google Plus, check out Surfresh Media Online or Go Media Online. We both have the training seminar, um, the video webinar, as well as the ebook up there for free. And also listen to um, last week's show as well, where we talked about the uh, values of Google Plus. And you can get that on blogtalkradio.com or iTunes. Both of those links are available on socialmediachefonline.com. After the break, we are going into Oktoberfest mode with some lovely German food. So join us after the break on Social Media Chef.
so you've been listening to The Social Media Chef, which I have to thank you for. Um, I really enjoy doing the show. And one of the things that I like to tell everybody is, you know, it's not just about the show. It's about the community. And you can find out more about our community at our website, Social Media Chef Online. www.socialmediachefonline.com will have everything that you need to really get jump-started in terms of marketing or in the kitchen. We have various stories of Twitter marketing, Facebook marketing, LinkedIn marketing, YouTube marketing. And are you getting in the kitchen? We have recipes for every different occasion, whether it be casual or formal. Even we have some alcoholic drinks on there that you can make yourself. But visit us online, Social Media Chef Online, and get the latest in downloads from our free ebooks, videos, and a lot more. We hope to see you there at socialmediachefonline.com. on the social media chef. Um, I don't know about you folks out there, but the home chefs and professional chefs alike, I kind of like to know more about the food besides just the recipes. Especially if we're talking with an ethnic dish or a national dish, it's always nice to know the story behind it. There's this really awesome uh, range of books, and it's by H.F. Almonds and their Culinaria series. They have lots of different books in lots of different regions, and they just updated their Germany one, which is was one of my favorites, but they've really, really outdone themselves. These books are absolutely beautiful. Written by lots of different authors, and just to kind of give you a flavor of them, because they have them in the bookstores and Amazon. You can find them everywhere. Um, and uh, they tell you more about your food, <laughs> the recipes, than just saying, okay, buy these ingredients, and then slam dam, we're ready to go. It gives you a whole outlook on the region, the people, the history. Uh, and, I mean, I'm such a food nerd that I love to see what vegetables are native to a certain region or what, what wine is from a certain region or the different pastries and the different meat dishes. And it's just absolutely fascinating. This huge, huge book has every single region, every single recipe. I mean, it's, it's, it's taking me forever to get through because I want to keep getting in the kitchen. But enough gushing. I wanted to talk to you about one of the dishes that I really, really liked, and I wanted to share um, from the recipe, uh, directly from the book, and it's for something that I thought was the coolest title ever, which was the recipe for Tipsy Maidens, okay? And I was looking through the book, and I was seeing there's so many amazing recipes, and, you know, I always like to share something that's going to be a little bit easy, um, a little bit something different that you can add to your, your, your dining room table that will be something of interest, but not something that you're going to have to spend 25 hours in the kitchen. And then this one I saw was just so darn easy. It's something that we all, there's processes that we all do, so something that we can definitely do. Let's go shopping first. Um, and this, this recipe also, folks, is going to be posted on Social Media Chef Online um, by the end of this week. So you can check it out there if you uh, want to see all the ingredients and process again. Okay, shopping. Red wine, there's two different elements to this. There's the red wine syrup and there's the dough. Let's go shopping for the red wine first. We need two cups of strong red wine. 
I like to say, I would suggest something in the um, Cabernet uh, family, but whatever you prefer, you choose a strength, but it has to be pretty strong. Um, a half a cinnamon stick, the grated lime, um, rind of a half a lemon, three tablespoons of sugar, a pinch of ground cloves, and lemon juice. Okay, that's for your sauce. Now let's go into the dough. You need 150 grams of superfine sugar, three eggs, a cup of flour, but make sure the cup is a little on the generous side, uh, three tablespoons of hot water, two teaspoons of baking powder, a half a teaspoon of vanilla essence, a little bit more if you're greedy with the vanilla flavor like I am, and um, finely grated rind of a half a lemon, and oil for frying, okay, because we're going to be frying the dough. It's so simple. Place the red wine, the cinnamon stick, and the lemon rind in a pot and reduce for 20 minutes. Then add the sugar, ground cloves, and lemon juice to taste. Okay, this is almost like a mulled wine, if you've ever had mulled wine, which I absolutely love in the wintertime. So it's going to have a little bit of that spicy flavor. So if you're not really one for allspice and um, just really, really uh, eccentric spices, this might not be the dish for you, but if you're adventurous, it's definitely something to taste. Now, for the dough, you want to beat the sugar and eggs until fluffy, then gradually add the flour and the water, alternating between the two, right? Because you don't want to have a big, lumpy mess. Then add the remaining ingredients and combine well. So right now, you have your dough finished. So what you want to do is you want to start heating up that oil. And you know your oil is ready for frying when it's glistening on top, okay? Not when it's ready to pop and smoke and that's too late. If your oil is smoking, turn it down. Don't put anything in it or you're going to be burnt to a crisp, folks. <laughs> now, what you want to do is scoop out. What I would suggest using is if you have a small ice cream scoop, um, one that has the handle that you have, you know, the little ejector sucker, you want to use one of those. Um, scoop out the small dumplings and fry them in the deep hot oil, okay? You'll know when they're done, folks, when? When they're floating to the surface. That's when you always know something fried is finished. And then all you have to do is put an assortment of them on a plate. You put the um, pour over the red wine syrup and sprinkle with some powdered sugar, and you're ready to go. Serve them immediately. This is not one that you want to wait on and serve, uh, make it before and serve later. It's going to be not as, I hate to say sexy, but it's just not going to be as tasty. Um, room temperature, cold, it'll tend to get soggy. So do this right after. And obviously what you can do before is you could make the batter before, a little bit before, and then make that before your guests come. Um, leave it out, pop it in, pop it into the fryer when you're ready, and you can actually probably make the sauce before too, but I really fry the dough at the last minute. And then there you have it, some tipsy maidens, and they are going to be a little bit tipsy, so uh, we have some red wine in there. And again, um, if you want more information on this recipe or any of the others in the book, you can definitely find Culinaria Series on Amazon.com or at HF Almond's website. So please, please, please check those out. Uh, really funny story is when we're talking about frying. Uh, I worked in this one restaurant, and I, it was it was kind of a fine dining restaurant, let's say. And we were talking about what thing what, what people get in the kitchen as odd orders. And the one thing they said is that you're going to get a request for everything fried. And I was like, well, really, the stuff on the menu is really you know frou frou. And he said, believe me. 
the head chef said, believe me, you're going to get uh, requests for fried things across the board. And let me tell you, when I got my first first order of fried salmon, fried salmon, right? <laughs> fried salmon. And I, I, and I served it to the customer. And they were so excited. And they bit into it. And like, oh, this is like nothing you've ever had before. I thought to myself, anything is possible in a restaurant. Everyone has such different tastes. But, I mean, now you go to the fairs and you can see deep fried pickles. And I've seen deep fried butter. I mean, come on. If you like deep frying, go for it. And for me, I'm going to stick to my uh, tipsy maidens and rather than um, any fried salmon or fried butter or fried Mars bars. Oh, just actually, that's kind of making me a little ill. I think I'm going to have to have a cup of water and a, a small salad after a show today to clean, cleanse my palate. All right, we'll be right back after the break on The Social Media Chef to talk about what's going to happen up next week. Do you have a Twitter campaign that isn't going anywhere? Do you have a Facebook campaign that none of your target market is liking at the moment? Do you need some more engagement on LinkedIn? Or how about having some videos on YouTube that you just want more people to see? This is when you need to call Go Media International. We're an online marketing firm that offer crisp, fresh online marketing solutions. We do everything from websites to search engine optimization to keyword research to email marketing campaigns, online advertising, you name it. you got to check out our website. It's GoMediaOnline.com. Or if you want to talk to somebody about getting some help with your online marketing campaign, call us toll-free on 1-866-926-2636 for a free, no-obligation consultation. We have lots of ways to help you at Go Media Online. All you need to do is reach out. Visit us again at GoMediaOnline.com. What a show. Thanks so much for joining us, everyone. Again, if you want any of the recipes or content that went on today's show, please visit socialmediachefonline.com to find that out. Follow us at The Social Chef or me personally at Crisco Media on Twitter. And if you want information on our Google Plus ebook or Google Plus webinar, you can find that on our website and also on gomediaonline.com. Thanks so much for joining us. Next week's show is going to be killer. I can't wait to see you. 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, next Wednesday. Take care.